turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Come on, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We've got a To Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel, arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the Dayspring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to Today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Psalm 139 verse 14. Psalm 139 verse 14. You need to commit this to memory. It is very good. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how the face looks. It doesn't matter how somebody sees me. I know that God has done a marvelous work in my life. And it's not about my appearance. It's not about how I look. It's about how God has put me together. For he has put his grace and his truth in my life. He has put his work into my life. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous is the work of God in my life. And that my soul knows very well. Mm, no other person knows it better than you. No other person should know it better than you. That you are beautiful. That you are handsome. You don't have to wait for somebody to say that to you. Before you know that, if you have to wait for somebody to say that to you, you are already at a loss. Know it yourself. The psalmist says, and that my soul knows very well. Even if you don't receive any compliment from anybody, even if you don't, people don't say, oh, you look good, you look gorgeous, you look beautiful, you look handsome, know it very well. Let God sink it down within your heart that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and God can put that right in your soul that you wouldn't depend on anybody you wouldn't depend on people you wouldn't depend on the externalities you depend on internalities that God has given you those are your beauty amen you are my glory I created you for my glory says the Lord Moses' passionate prayer in Exodus 33, 18, please show me your glory should be our prayer, our heart cry. Did you hear that? Moses' passionate prayer in Exodus 33, 18, that says, please show me your glory should be our prayer, our own heart cry to God. What Moses was asking was not what he actually needed, but God answered him, answered him anyway and gave him what he needed. 
Amen. Many prayers, many times we pray. And what we are asking, what we want is not really what we need. What we desire, what we are crying for is not really what will do us good. If our heart is genuine before God, if we are honest before God, God will answer us according to the need in our life. God will give us what we really need. Amen. If we are genuine before God, if we are honest before God. Amen. Many times we don't even understand every prayer that we are praying. We don't fully understand. In this place, Moses did not fully understand the prayer he was praying. You know, he did not understand that because when he prayed the prayer, God answered him and said, you want to see my face? You are not going to see my face. You cannot see my face. Moses wanted to see the face of God by saying, please show me your glory. And God said, that I'm not going to show you. But you know what? I know your heart. What you really need is my glory in the form of my goodness, in the form of my mercy, in the form of my truth. That is what you need. So God opened his eyes. God proclaimed his goodness, his truth, his mercy unto Moses. Hallelujah. Mm. So Moses asked for the externalities, the face of God. God showed him his internalities. God showed him his own internalities. His character, his nature. God showed him mercy and truth. Amen. Moses wanted to see the externality. Wanted to see the face of God. God said, that is not what you need. What you need is my character, my nature that you need to experience, that you need to see. So God gave him what he needed. Mercy and truth. And you see, mercy and truth go together. Hallelujah. Amen. You remember that scripture that we read in John 1 14 that the scripture says and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth that, that is full of mercy and truth mercy and truth go together amen psalm 85 verse 10 this is just a little thing we've talked about this before long long time ago psalm 85 verse 10 says mercy and truth have met together righteousness and peace have kissed each other mercy and truth have met together righteousness and peace have kissed each other amen wow mm -mm -mm -mm. yes hallelujah if 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 you are mercy may you meet truth in the name of jesus if you are mercy may you find truth to marry amen if you are truth, may you find mercy to marry you. Amen. And righteousness and peace, same thing. Hallelujah. They go together. You know why? Mercy has to go with truth. You don't just show somebody or give somebody mercy. You don't just say, okay, that's okay. Just go. You are free. I show you mercy. I release you. They got to know the truth. If they don't know the truth, they're going to get in the same problem again. So God will show his mercy. And in his mercy also comes his truth. As you are receiving his mercy, he also shows you his truth. If there is no truth in the mercy of God, it's not the mercy of God. If there is no truth in the grace of God, it's not the grace of God. Do you hear that? There are many people that preach grace and grace and grace and grace. As if grace is a license to sin. Grace that does not have truth. It's not grace. It's not the grace of God. The grace of God has truth in it. 
So Psalm 85 verse 10 says, Mercy and truth have met together. Well, we can talk more about that, but let's also look at righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Same thing. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. If you remember um, Hebrews chapter 7, where you know, the Holy Spirit is talking about um, Melchizedek. He said Melchizedek is first of all what? The king of what? Righteousness. Before the king of peace. Amen. There has to be righteousness before peace. Jesus has made us the righteousness of God in himself. That is why we now have peace with God. Through our Lord Jesus. Righteousness comes before peace. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's just by the way. So please commit that to memory. Understand that mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Now. We're still talking about the passionate prayer that Moses prayed in Exodus 33, 18. Please show me your glory. And we said this should be our prayer. It should be our heart cry. There are many Christians that think that the glory of God is in looking good. We talked about this about two weeks ago, but I just feel that we need to hear it again and we need to hear it well. There are many Christians that think that the glory of God is in looking good, wearing name brand clothes, Using the latest gadgets, riding expensive cars, and having a good life. I see if it's really good. The glory of God is much more than looking good. There is nothing wrong in being blessed with material things. But the glory of God is not in appearance, but in the substance of your soul. The glory of God is not in appearance. The glory of God is in the substance, the weight of your soul, the essence of your life. The glory of God is in the substance of your soul. It's not in your appearance. It's not in looking good. It's not in material thing. God does manifest himself that way. But remember that even when he blesses you with those things, his glory is not in those things. And those things have a tendency to carry you away. Oh, may the Lord give us understanding. Oh, may our heart cry be like that of mercy. Please, show me your glory. The glory of God will humble you. Oh, the glory of God will not make you prideful. The glory of God will humble you. Even when the glory of God lifts you up, exalts you, magnifies you, is still in humility. As the scripture says, condescend to men of low estate. So don't be like others will focus on externality. Moses asks, may I see your face? May I see your glory? I want to please show me your glory. And God said, I'm not going to show you externalities. I'm going to show you my internalities. I'm going to show you my character. I'm going to show you my nature, my goodness, my truth, my mercy. That's what I'm going to show you. May we not focus on the externalities in the name of Jesus. The glory of God is not in appearance. It's not in things. The glory of God is in the spirit of God. It's in the heart of God. The glory of God is in the nature of God. And that is what we, we need to carry. We need to carry the nature of God, the character of God. We need to display the nature and the character of God in the name of Jesus. You see, last time we briefly considered how God displayed his glory to Moses and how Solomon displayed his own glory to the queen of Sheba. We want to look at that again. And that is why we read 1 Kings chapter 10 from verse 1 to the end. 1 Kings chapter 10 from verse 1 to the end. And again, that reading is really powerful. There's no way you will read that. You will not say, wow. But 
You see, if you don't continue reading, you will not learn too much. Especially when you get to you know First Kings chapter eleven, then that will again catch your attention, and you will learn better. So First Kings chapter ten, first, we all know. Google will tell you about Solomon. Google will say that Solomon was the wisest man that ever lived. Amen. Uh, this is a known thing. So Solomon was very wise and very rich. Solomon did not start out to be wise like this or to be rich like this. It was God that gave him the wisdom and the riches. What he had was natural wisdom. If you read it very well, read about uh, Solomon very well. He, he was naturally wise. Naturally wise. And he also... We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel. Inherited 